Hey everyone, this is Hannah from Angela's Awesome Podcast, and today you're going to hear a bonus episode recorded a month or so ago. Uh, I think it was around the time we got the iPad hooked up with sound effects, so it, we had a lot of fun with this, and it, it, was, it was a pretty good time. So this was done just in case of emergency, and since I'm on vacation right now, this constitutes an emergency. So I hope you enjoy the show. Oh, I love it. <laughs> okay. Everybody get in your power mode. Here we, we are, go. We are in Angela's awesome podcast power mode. Bonus number two. Bonus episode two. Woo, woo, woo. I'm Angela Freeman and I'm co-hosting with... Hanno. Yay. Thank you for producing this. El Hanno. El Hanno. <laughs> <laughs> and we are coming to you from Haley, Idaho, which is real close to Sun Valley. Like a rocket. <laughs> <laughs> and we have new sound effects, which we are going overboard with in all the podcasts so far. I think we'll get used to it, and then we won't be as fascinated by it. But just so you know, we're not there yet. <laughs> uh, I'm an Take eating psychology coach here in Sun Valley, and I own a little private gym. And we're talking about ways to feel more awesome in your life. So we're yes. talking about your focusing whole on wealth in everything. Not just one thing. You're everything. We do talk about food a lot, but... We do talk about food. It's about everything. But it is about everything. And a lot of these principles apply to everything because we want to be... And we're coming to you because we want to inspire you to be more awesome. And we're inspiring ourselves. That's that's the thing. Yeah. Which that's, is why yeah. this is so fun. Yeah. And, and this comes from our own experiences of making major changes in our lives. Yeah. So Hannah and I... So, yeah. Well, yeah. We're going to talk today about um, thoughts... And how our thoughts affect how we feel and um, how important it is to pay attention to our thoughts. And loaded language. And loaded language. Don't you love that word? That's a, It's good. We don't get loaded on other things now, but we definitely want to talk about loaded language. Hey, I get loaded on language. <laughs> yeah. Come All on, right. baby. Let me spell for you. Awesome. Okay. So uh, should we jump right in? Go for but, it. Okay. So talking about being awesome. So we have, okay, we're going to start today's session with a quote from Gandhi. And it says, keep your thoughts positive because your thoughts become your words. Keep your words positive because your words become your behavior. Keep your behavior positive because your behavior becomes your habits. Keep your habits positive because your habits become your values. Keep your values positive because your values become your destiny. <laughs> oh, I thought we were going to like have a rocket ship from that. <laughs> so basically, we're talking about... How about this? Mm. Yeah. Okay, good. Better. We're basically talking about how important it is um, that you pay attention to what you're thinking because, according to Gandhi, what you think becomes your destiny. Right? Yep. All right. Just checking. Powerful. You with me? Yep. Okay. You're reading. No, my, How are you, you feeling? Know, you absorbing? What's happening? I'm absorbing because, you know what, this is, this is, and we've already talked about this when we were preparing for this, is that, that uh, I have my own little preconceived notions about 
these concepts yes and about words but the 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 truth of it is 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 my choice of how i go into my day and and a lot of times it comes down to what i say how i treat other people i think ultimately is going to shape me right and how you're thinking well yes and you're yes Okay, it's, good. This the part about this that and, and, and I think this is where this ties back to Gandhi is when you when you look at uh, Hinduism and their thoughts on karma and I talk to friends about with who are Buddhist and about their thoughts on karma, karma isn't always just about the next life. It can be about the next ten minutes. Oh yeah. You know, it could be the next hour and it could be the next year. Well, and the way that you think about things really if, affects your experience. Right? So I was just listening to this awesome book, um, How to Be a Badass by Jen Sintero. Okay, that is awesome. By the way, Google her. She's awesome. She was just in Denver. I, I am going to... Yeah. How to Be a Badass. How to Be a Badass. And she's... This book is awesome. Like, I listened to it twice, and then I bought the hard copy. I loved it so much. She rocks. Anyway, I'm going to try to get to see her. But anyway, she was talking about uh, how we think can really change... Well, I'm going to paraphrase. So if she... You know, if this isn't exactly what she meant by this, I'm just going to tell you what I took away from it. But she's telling this little story about um, this example, like... um, So you text your friend and you invite her to a party and she texts you back and says, I can't come because it's my birthday. And you're like, oh, no, I totally forgot her birthday. So you text back, happy birthday. And then you don't hear from her. So then you start thinking, right? So your thoughts are, well, what kind of an adult gets so worked up about their birthday? And then you're like, oh, my God, I can't. And then you go to guilt. I can't believe I forgot her birthday. Oh my God, why doesn't she text her back again? Hello, are you okay? You know, and you don't hear back from her. So your thoughts, basically the story is you start telling yourself this story and those thoughts can change how you feel. You can go into, I can't believe it or, oh my God, I feel so guilty to, oh my God, I'm gonna have to spend all this money to buy her a gift to make it up for her. And the truth of the whole matter was she dropped her cell phone in the toilet right after she texted you back. Exactly, exactly. And you just wasted your entire night. And that's all because of your thoughts. Yeah. And you may have even called somebody to go talk smack about that person and say, can you believe? Totally. And now you brought somebody else into and you messed with their whole night. So it's all about what you think. So if you're, if you're paying attention to your thoughts and you see yourself going off the rails like that, you can be like, huh, how do I really want to feel right now? Do I want to feel stressed? Do I want to feel guilty? Or do I want to just trust that something happened and I'm going to talk to her when she Text yeah. me back. When you get the information. When you get more information. Same thing with like, um, it, it, you know, it can be an energy thing. Like you're sitting there and you're thinking, oh, I don't feel very, I'm really tired, whatever. And you're going around in your thoughts like I should just, I'm not going to do anything. You're unmotivated. And all of a sudden you get a call from an old friend who's like, hey, I'm so happy to talk to you. And then your thoughts change, your energy changes, and immediately you're having an awesome experience. Yeah, just like that. Or Heno puts on a sound effect and then you're like, ta-da. So it's so I think thoughts are powerful. That's what we're talking about today. And the now, power of our thoughts. Guys, this really applies to you when you're dating. <laughs> 
ease up. <laughs> if she doesn't respond to the text, don't follow it up with 16 more. Oh. You know, maybe she's actually at work and is busy. Yeah, right. Don't Is be this a coming stalker. from experience? No. <laughs> Do you remember, speaking of, we're going to go off topic for a minute. Do you remember that movie, um, what was Swingers. it? Swingers. Swingers, when he makes the phone oh, call. yes. This is what I'm talking Painful. about. Painful. Here's the thing is this stuff actually happens today because I know people that are on dating sites and it yeah. seriously happens. Yeah. Like the guys, like... And he can even be as much as like the original message was really pathetic. And yeah. the girl just does not. And it's like they keep going at it. And it's like, wow, yeah. you know, or. Right. <laughs> and, and believe me, I, I talk to women about this. It's creepy. Yeah. They don't like it. No. Anyhow, okay, I was, digress. Okay, we did digress, but that was kind of a fun little digression. Okay, so, um, and okay, so another thing that we're talking about thoughts, we're going to stay with the examples is, remember, so think of a time when someone paid you a compliment and how that made you feel. Yeah, you feel good. Right? You when's feel the last good. Time, when's the last time someone paid you a compliment? Uh, today. Yeah, what was it? Um, I had several actually today. You did. I have a list. Bring it. Should I, well, one was... The hot, sexy man in the in the kitchen making coffee. <laughs> yeah. See, now that makes you feel good. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That gives you good thoughts. Um, let's see. I think there was one at the gym. There's a positive com comment made. I don't remember that one. That's because you're delirious from going over the boxes this morning. That's right. Yeah. But uh, that 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 the one in the morning was my favorite. That's awesome, Hot, sexy and it makes you feel good, right? I did. It did makes you feel, feel good. good. That puts your body when you feel good like that. That puts your body into the relaxation response, and when your body's in the relaxation response like that, you're at your optimal. Oh, you just gave me one. I did. Yeah, that how you thought it, how amazing it is that I know how to work all this equipment. Oh yeah, you guys should see all the lights. It's pretty cool. Yeah, and it and, and everything's like on just, right now. He's just moving everything around and like, oh, I should have done that. I'm like, really? How would you even know that? It's so cool. And he's got it all set up, so this all just goes right out to iTunes and Stitcher and my website. It's yep. it's cool. And he gave us colors. I'm pink. Makes the magic happen. Um, okay, yeah, so it feels good. All right, so you you feel good, and you're getting, and so when you feel good like that, your body's in a relaxation response. That means you're at the optimal. Um, you have optimal metabolism going where you have optimal digestion, assimilation, and elimination going on. So your body is functioning. It, it loves to be in the relaxation response. And anyone that doesn't believe this, I have an example that's going to change your mind about this. Really? Is, yeah, because I read an article about how our stomachs are like a second brain. Oh, we yeah. have so many nerves that we literally have a structure of nerves in our stomach that it and it is directly connected to our brains. Totally. And I can prove it to you. The butterflies that you get in your stomach when you meet someone that wows you or whatever it is. And also on the on the opposite end of that, when you have something hard happen in your life, when when, you know. Relationship ends, you mm. found out you really screwed something up at work. You feel it in your stomach. Totally. All of a sudden you're just like it's that that that's where the phrase came from, that you feel it in the pit of your stomach. You right. it's like 
Ugh. Or I have a gut feeling. Gut feeling all exactly where you just all of a sudden you're just like, oh, I feel sick. And this is the truth is the absolute truth is that our brains and our stomachs are directly connected. And so that idea that a positive thought, a positive outlook is somehow going to change our digestion Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Well, my mentor, she talks all the time about how she doesn't trust her brain. She trusts her gut. Huh? Like she's like, you if you if you know it in your brain, who cares? But if you know it in your gut, yeah. Oh yeah. So so when someone says something positive, we're setting ourselves up for For awesome chemistry, yeah. people. Awesome chemistry. Because when someone says something crappy. Then you feel the, you feel awful, right? You well, do. I mean, it depends on how well, good you are at not letting what people say affect you. Like but, we were talking about earlier, right? Yeah. So you want to like you know have come from your own source and not, I mean, just connected to a power greater than yourself and not be relying on other people to make you feel good. But for most of us, it still makes us feel yucky when someone's like, "Hey, what the hell? Yeah, I can't believe you did that." Yeah. So it changes your chemistry into yeah. a stress response. Even when it's not necessarily like, like even sometimes when you're driving down the road and you screw up, you, right. you just didn't notice that person walking Ugh. across the street and you're like right. slamming on the brakes and they give you the dirty look, which you totally deserved. Right. And oh. you're just like, you, you feel so it's bad. the worst. I, I feel it all over. I know. So, so this, this topic Okay, so the, we're coming around to the point of this. Yeah. The point is, is that, so if we're so affected by what other people say to us, then... Yeah, what do we say to ourselves? Absolutely. Uh -huh. That's the point we're making on this. We're, uh -huh. we're back on topic, and that is our point today, is that what we say to ourselves over and over and over, and what we think is going to create a certain type of chemistry that's either optimal for thriving and evolving or not. Yeah. And so we're going to talk about ways to, well, first of all, we're going to try, we're going to try to drive this home. So you really well, get on board with us. And well, then we're going to yeah. talk about ways to really, you know, pay attention to what you're thinking and how to think. And how to awesome, change this. Yeah. How to change it. Yeah. Because I, right? I used to, and, and this has everything to do with me getting sober. Is oh, there's yeah. a reason I drank. Totally. It was to shut the voice off. It yeah. was to. Well, so, first it was fun. Well, yes, it was fun. Really fun. But then, but then it, it, <laughs> I suddenly realized that that alcohol also has a lot of other benefits and drugs and other things, you know, and, yeah, yeah. and that it it blots out whatever I'm feeling. Right. So if I'm at dis ease, yes. you know, there's your there's your loaded language right there. Totally. Disease, dis ease. When I'm in dis ease, and this would happen at work where I screwed something up. Um, maybe I said, maybe if I was at a phase of my life where I was dating and I just acted like a, you know, I acted either pathetic or I was rude or insulting or something like that. Right. I would then have the conversation over and, and over, over and, and over, over and just beat myself up. And there was nothing to get me out of it because I had no tools to get out of it. Right. So I drank. Yeah. Or, you know, or I went and did some other guaranteed it was bad behavior. Yeah. Because I didn't know how to deal with this stuff. Totally. Me too. I mean, I remember when I, at the end of my drinking career, I remember like always thinking, you've got to do more. You're not doing enough. You need to try harder. You need to try. Not enough. Not enough. Not enough. Not enough. And then I would drink because after a while, you get tired of not feeling like you're enough. Yeah. Or I had, here's my other solution I had. Life was always great when I met some new girl. 
Oh, right. You know, because everything bounces off of me. I'm, I'm happy. Ah, no big deal. I got, I got the love of my life. Well, guess what? Eventually that wears off. Or right. maybe you break up or whatever it is. Or even if it's the, 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 I mean, granted, exercise is a good way of dealing with some of this stuff. Right. However, when it's raining and you can't exercise, what do you have? What do you have? Right. How do you learn to do this to get through these times to change your thought process without outside and that example of you being all up and in some girl's face, that was, again, your thought beha- patterns were all about, she likes me, she likes me, I like, yeah. you know, she's... Uh, so she's, I like she's, myself. She's, right, so I like myself because, so it's, again, that yep. that what you're thinking is setting you up yep. for... <laughs> Brilliant. I love having someone clap after we say some. This is the best... I just think this is awesome. Oh, my God. Okay. So <laughs> so here we are. We're driving it home. We think it's important what you think. We have another quote from Albert Einstein. Oh. We all know who that is. The world we have created is a product of our thinking. It cannot be changed without changing our thinking. So if there's something in your world that you're not loving, how, what are your thoughts around it? Yeah. Right? Yeah. All right. That's what I'm talking about. Um, okay, so the next thing, so we're going to talk about um, one of the tools, and I call it reframing. I probably got that from somebody, and I don't know who, so I apologize if someone knows, and I'm it's not a, it's giving someone word. credit. Reframe. It's a big word. <laughs> reframe. So here's my example of reframing. That's, that's like rebuilding. Are you ready? Yep. Okay. Okay. So, I, when did I start? Well, I kind of started really paying attention to this at the beginning of this year, but I, because we picked a, a word at the beginning of the year, you picked OM. Oh, that's right. Right. And Dana picked love, my acupuncturist and Dave picked, um, presence. And I remember this yeah, thing. yeah. Right. Yeah. I picked light because there's, I, if I'm not paying attention, there's a sense about me that's like this. I gotta go to work. I gotta take the dogs out. I gotta make sure I get everything done. I gotta make sure I go to my meeting. I gotta, and it is heavy. I have to, have to, have to, I have, have to, to, have to, have to. Yeah, so, so I was like, okay, and this is one of the things that happened. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how I feel about it. Wham. So, one of my chores is, and Rob does this a lot, thank you, Rob. Um, that would be your significant that's other. That's my significant other, who, by the way, speaking of butterflies, I've been with him for 15 years. I know. Still get butterflies. He's awesome. Ugh, I'm so lucky. Anyway, he usually takes the dogs out at night. We have four wiener dogs, and one of them is 17. Let's just stop for a moment and appreciate that I have a dog that's 17 years old and still going strong. I mean, he can't really see or hear. But he's totally, anyway, we take him outside and he just starts running around. Like he doesn't know where he's going, but he's going quick. Like you have to chase him down. Anyway, so it's kind of, so it's felt like a chore to say, I love these dogs. These dogs are my kids. It's ridiculous. I have dachshund everywhere. So, and this is something I don't think we really shared much. Right. Is neither one of us have children. Except for we have canines. Yes, we have that canines. Are, Those are our children. Because it really has put a perspective on, like, I've, I've wanted to say this for a while. Like, yeah. when we talk about our podcast, you know, it's the topics on the podcast, yeah. 
we ourselves are not talking from the perspective of parents. No. And it, and it does change things. Like when we talked about balance, you know, there's a difference between balance in your life when you have you've made a commitment. Right. To raising, you know, this is my- Humans. Yeah. Here's my, my what, what do you want to call it? Here's my public <laughs> service announcement. No, it's, it's, it's a giant asterisk is because- that is something that we have chosen not to do that. Right. You know, and so therefore, you know, there the people that have chosen to do it, that that changes things, you know, in a huge way. Agreed. I mean, granted, we do, ha- and you're going to this, where we have made a commitment to our animals. Uh, four of them. Yeah. Hello. But, which is, by the way, insane. I know. I am fighting the third. We are not getting a third dog. I have had people <laughs> tell me, don't ever get a third dog. Keno, I just want you to know that if Sharon puts a third dog on her vision board, it's coming. <laughs> hey, I almost was She'll good. manifest it. No, seriously. I mean, there was there, like, what was it, six <laughs> months ago? I almost said yes. Uh, I practically had, you know, know, but then I brought up a couple of questions. Sharon's, um, Sharon know. and I, Sharon's been my best, one of my best friends for 23 years. And she's now Heno's significant other. And she wants a third dog, but he's resisting. Anyway, that's just a little personal. Okay, so getting back to yes, it. Getting back to so it. So I take the dogs out. So I have a 17-year-old and then I have three younger ones. And they're wiener dogs and I live in a condo and they and as soon as we go outside it's like herding cats. I mean seriously, they're all over the I place. Thought they were wieners. Well, there are wieners that are like herding cats. And um so it's been a chore. So I'm always like <sighs> I got to take the dogs out. And the thing is, is it's crazy because I love these dogs and they're so happy to be outside and they love it. And I put on their little light up collars and you know how it looks when you have like, um, like a ghost and you just can see a little, you just see this this pounding. So you see this little collar. So I decided that I needed to reframe it. And I started saying to myself, instead of, I got to take the dogs out. I started saying, I get to take my favorite, favorite, favorite little furry guys outside right now, and they're going to love it. Da-da-da. And you know what? Honestly, it has helped a ton. Of course, it also really helps that Rob takes them out most of the time. But still, like in the morning when I'm out there with them, I take them out first thing in the morning, and I'm like, these dogs are just so happy to be alive, to be outside. And if I'm ever like, oh, my God, I have to take the dogs out, I'm always just, I try to reframe it. This is how I want Because the way I think affects the way I feel and the way I want to feel is I want to feel awesome. Yeah. That's, that's why I'm a recovering alcoholic because I'm looking to like, that's why I drank. I wanted to feel good all the time. Yeah. And, and, and a lot, and I didn't want to feel the, the other stuff. No. And, and that was because I didn't know how to do some things like, and this applies to what I was talking about earlier. And we actually talked about it at the gym this morning. And that is at work. When something happens at work, and I would either, you know, I'd take it personally, I'd get stressed out about it, I'd think about it all night long, I would get overwhelmed with it, all this stuff. Okay, what's going to turn it off? Well, I didn't have any other tools, so, you know, my way of doing it was bad behavior. Totally. Uh, whatever it was, all right? So, today we were talking about, and this is, I actually learned this at, at I went to an electrical class, and uh, the the teacher said, he asked us, he said, how many things do you have at your facility that are broken and that aren't working? And and some of and I thought about it and I went I went okay I can think of a handful of things that aren't working. All right, are they going to be fixed? Yes. I mean, out of the hundreds of things that stop working, break, whatever it is, we fix them 
or we replace them. Right. Either way, eventually we have maybe only one or two. Why do we have one or two? Because everything else has been fixed. So why are you getting mad? Don't get mad at the fact that something just broke. Here's your opportunity because guess what? No matter what, it always gets fixed. And that was his point. It isn't like another thing that's not working. No, it's another thing that, that, that I'm not getting a pink slip and getting fired. I get to do this. I get right. to fix something and that's my job. Right. And the fact of the matter is, is we have practically 100% success because if we can't fix it, we replace it. Yeah. You know, and that was a way to, and that shifted my thinking a lot at work. And that makes you feel positive and better, makes, yeah, makes you lighter, feel better it, and lighter happier and, 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 and not overwhelmed because I, then it's just a matter of, you know, going through the tools of what you have to do actually to, you know, you schedule things and you say, okay, I can't do this now. I can do this later. Yeah. But the point of the matter is, is it's no longer a burden that I'm carrying with me. I'm not taking it home. It's going to get fixed. Yeah. You know, so you've changed so, the way you think. Exactly. And that changed your experience. And it made me happier. And, and, and then what was really interesting is seeing and the other guy that I was in class with, watching him completely lose it. I mean, lose it one day at work where I walk in and he is like ready to throw stuff around because he just took something that he needed and took it all the way down the other side. And now he needs it. And it's all the way on the other side. And the amount of time that he spent sitting there just fuming about this, you know, he could have gone and gotten it. Right. But he wanted, this is where he wanted to be. All right. I didn't. I have now transformed. So what can I be? I can be helpful to him because go I'm in a good place. I could say, <laughs> Hey, how about I go get that for you? I'll be right back. <sighs> yeah. And that felt good because I got to be useful. Well, and it also feels good because you have the choice between choosing to freak out about something or not. It feels so good to have yeah. the option yeah. and not be governed by our thoughts because that's truly it's our perception of things that makes us miserable. So how do way you, more than yeah. the way more than what what's actually making us miserable. I was going to say there's another reframe that you you did that you do a lot when we're texting back and forth our we Hanno and I every day we text 10 things that we really love about our lives or love about life in general or are so appreciative we do a list of 10 things to each other every day and you're you always are reframing things like I get to be have a Monday at work today you know um I get to um haul papers. I get to haul pavers <laughs> I'm strong enough to haul pavers yeah you know and it's cool because that always with that perspective it always it always makes me think okay I love that he's putting a spin on this because sometimes for some people Mondays can be a little rough and, right, and, and I, I used to dread Mondays. Oh yeah, and now I'm like, oh my gosh, I get to go to my awesome. It's almost job. like the the Sunday night fear, right? Like, but then yeah. that ruins Sunday night. That's it. So why do that? Like, so that's I, not awesome. We don't want to ruin Sunday night. One of the best things that ever happened to me was was learning how to change my thoughts and learning how to change my perspective on stuff, and then helping others with it and having them come back to me. Like it was very early on where at, at my work, you know, I hadn't gotten to know everybody. Right. And, and one day it was, it was Christmas time and we're putting up Christmas trees. And one of my coworkers is just, I mean, bitching and bitching 
and bitching and complaining. And it was, there were three of us in there. And I finally went, stop. <laughs> and what did they do? And, and, I, and I said, you got two things to do here. If this really makes you unhappy, go take some action. Right. Go walk in, go, go to the, this person's supervisor and go talk to them about it. Go say something. Or here's your other option. Let it go. Because all, all you seem to be doing right now is wanting to just jaw about it all day long. And guess what? That ain't going to help you in any way, shape, or form. Right. So go do something about it or shut the pie hole. And, and how so, did that go over for them? Well, not really that well at that moment. <laughs> I wasn't really happy to hear it, but I seriously, I was just like, I, you know, I don't, I don't want to hear this. You know, it's like, yeah. it's like, do something about it because all you're going to do is go around and backstab people and, 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 and talk negatively. So he comes back the next day and said, you know what? I thought about what you said. Really? Yep. He said, I thought about what you said and I decided to just, I said, you know what? You're right. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go over this person's head to their supervisor and talk to them. I'm not going to because it's really not that important to me. And so why sit here and complain about it all day and look like a negative human? And I let it go. And I had one of the best night's sleep I've had in a while. Good for you. And it was awesome. And I just went, yes. And, and, and this was all from learning how to refr reframe. Word, reframe. There's my word. Reframe. Because sometimes it's like if all you want to do is complain about it, and not take action, then, you know, it's like, you're not, you're not getting me anywhere. Right. You, you're, you're just bringing everybody else down with you. Right. And it's like, it's like, it's a, you know, it's the old. And if that person didn't want to hear that from you, you could always have the choice to leave them be. Oh no. yeah. They want, yeah. Well, there are those who have continued to do that yeah. and I don't go around them. Totally. Cause it's, doesn't make you feel good. Yeah. But it, it's this, the, this is a successful thing. It has changed so many things in my life, you know, and, and I know I'm kind of going off here, but like, yeah, no, one of it's them is good though. The, another one. And I wrote it down on the sheet here. Sarcasm. Oh, it is just bullying with words. Oh, it is interesting. A constant character assassination. Now, don't get me wrong. I like a good, I like some good sarcasm, but there's a time and a place. Right. And the one thing I've learned and this, ties into this is what we practice is what we get good at. Oh. And the more I practice sarcasm, the more I become just a sarcastic, bitter sounding person. Right. And so, and the other one with this is um, debating. I love a good debate. I love- a, I a, bet you do. You know me. I it's do. It's like with my talking and everything. And, and, you know, there's a lot of topics that I will just have a great debate on it. It goes all the way back to, to actually enjoying intelligent conversation with people. Right. I don't take this stuff personally. I don't get angry with it. I, I engage. I'm, I'm okay with this. But guess what? The more I did it, I became good at it to the point where I debated everything. Oh yeah, and that's fun to be around. It's like it's yeah, it's like a <laughs> where's where's my noise for that? Here? <laughs> I was thinking more of something like. Ugh. <laughs> I think I've got that somewhere. All right. But but yeah, the the point being is, is that it's it's just like um, I, I had a friend of mine who was married to a, a, a cop, and the, um, the the his significant other was going through uh, the police academy. 
and they brought all the significant others up to say, you know, we're going to train this person to interrogate. Oh, right. When you're at home, if you feel like you're being interrogated, tell your, you know, because this was men and women. Right. Tell them, I feel like I'm being interrogated right now. I'd appreciate it if you'd walk outside and come back in as my husband or wife and not as a cop. Right. And the same thing happened with me with debates. Yeah, I had to realize that the, the more I argue, I became good at arguing. And the more I was sarcastic, the better I became at sarcastic. And and I, I had to stop and I had to realize that there's a time and place for this stuff and not to, you know, that that eventually you start doing it all the time. Well, guess what? By removing that stuff, I've learned to become a better listener. I'm right. not waiting for my turn. Right. I'm going to think, I think more positively now. Right. If somebody says something to me, it's like, and, and it's just a, just a giant softball across the plate for a, <laughs> for a, a whack right. for, for sarcasm. I stop and I pause a little bit and I think about that for a second. And, and I feel better when I don't do it. Right. And that's the point that we're making with this is that we're looking for you and ourselves to feel awesome. It's not like we have some moral standpoint on sarcasm is bad or debating is bad. Oh, it can be fun. It just, it totally can be, but it's just a matter of making sure that you are choosing the way you want to feel. And just like you said, if it gets out of balance for you, it doesn't make you feel good. No, because it makes you yeah. feel better to pause. Because I sat there and I, and I just, I was like, wow, that was really not necessary. Especially when, you know, and here's karma. Here's karma in... As it happens. So I make some car- some sarcastic remark. The other person just stops and they get that look on their face. Right. Wow. Huh. Cause and effect. Right. Gee, even better. I, I walk in and I make that sarcastic remark and there's somebody that doesn't even know us standing next to us and turns. I just affected another person's moment in their day. They right. were probably going along thinking love and roses and everything's wonderful and right. the harp sound. And all of a sudden they heard this horrible thing right? and it just took them out of their space just like right. that. Right. So we're, and you know, I'm a big believer in, we're cho- yes, there's the harp. I'm a big believer in why we would want to be in a space where we feel good and we're choosing thoughts that make us feel good because the way that we feel is going to affect like our original quote from Gandhi, it's going to affect our behaviors and our habits. So I'm going to tie this back into eating psychology a little bit. Oftentimes, you know, eating behaviors that are maybe unpleasant or uncomfortable or causing unwanted results, like let's say overeating or binge eating or uh, chronic dieting or something like that, those come from us continuing to tell ourselves things that don't make us feel good. So we're coming from a place of lack. We're coming from a place of, I don't feel good. I, I, I'm not enough. I'm not doing it right. I, whatever. And then it comes out sideways with, <laughs> how's that water bottle going? It yeah, comes out sideways. <laughs> it comes out sideways with these behaviors because we're not making choices. So Sometimes it's, this is a great place to start if you're having unwanted behaviors well, in, in, like, and yeah. other, just like we were talking about with what the drinking, steps. just like we were talking about with the drinking, just like it could yeah. be within eating, it could be with overworking, it could be with all, with, you know, zoning out to TV, it could be with all kinds of things. This is just yeah. such an awesome tool. It, it, and it is, this is the one place where, where, you know, and it's because it, this is my experience right. that small changes Right. In some positive thought process 
have changed my life right. in a huge way. Right. You know, and I know that's all, you know, mushy gushy feel good no, stuff. It's not but it's mushy not. gushy. It's really not yeah, because it's, not. it's 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 and it is a choice. It is a choice. I choose to feel good. I choose to end my day, you know. I mean, granted, total narcissists don't know the difference. They go around and insult people and are mean and nasty, and right. they don't even, it doesn't even bother them. Guess what? I'm not like that. I'm right. a sensitive dude. So if I, you know, if I hurt somebody's feelings, I'm feeling that. Right. I'm taking that home with me, and I just ruined the rest of my day because I couldn't stop and keep my trap shut, you know? And, right. And, it, and, and like I said, this affects my thoughts. Now my thoughts have gone dark. Now I'm a piece of crap. Right. Okay, because, so that's you know, one of our tools. We're reframing. Yeah, we're that's reframing tool one because for... we're setting ourselves up for better. Right. Okay, so tool two okay. is to simply disrupt what's going on and, and, and say something completely opposite. Okay, so here's my Ooh, little story. One. I love this Bizarro. one. Okay, so... I wrote a blog on this. This is on my website too. And it's called You're Doing Great. Where's your website? Uh, oh yeah. Going to Angela's.com. Going to Angela's.com. All this is on a blog. And um, anyway, I wrote a blog called You're Doing Great because this is one of my favorite things. So my teacher, Mark David, who is the founder of the Institute for the Psychology of Eating, he says that anytime we have any kind of behavior that's not serving us, it, we're using that for a reason. Like, it's not like, it's not like I sit down and just say, Oh, Hey, I'm just going to binge eat. Cause I'm, I feel like it. No, it's usually a reaction to something else. Right. Yes, we're tired, okay. And we're it's irritable. something, and it's, and it's not like, Oh my God, you suck. That's why yeah. you're doing it. It's because you worked a long day or you don't feel good about yourself or you're having these repeat thoughts that you aren't enough. Right. And you yep. haven't been able to listen to a podcast like this. That's going to uplift you and going to give you tools. Okay. So, but his whole thing is, is he's like, Always reassure the client or yourself, I take it to myself, that they're doing great. Like you're doing the best you can with what you've got and you're doing great. So even yeah. if it's only a baby step, you're doing great. Yep. So I kind of turned it into this blog where I was like, I try to say to myself, even in the midst of the third bowl of popcorn <laughs> and the fourth TV show, Angela, you're doing great. And it's so funny because after I Does wrote this blog. Does that actually work? Okay, so I'm going to tell you. Yes, yes, yes. So let me. So I actually, I should, Rob read the blog. And so now actually sometimes when I'm like, oh, I can't believe I have, you know, blah, and, blah, and blah. you hear the sound and, from and the other room. You're, you're doing, doing great. great. He does. And it, okay, so here's the thing. Like, that makes it, you when, laugh. It's it got to make you laugh. It does. It makes you laugh and it changes the energy. Okay, so here's my <laughs> little story. Okay, so I'm, I'm talking, I'm telling this to oh, my funny. women's. I go to a, a recovery meeting for women. And it's awesome. Are you recovering from being women? I'm recovering from numerous addictions, but this is officially a addiction to alcohol and drugs. Ha ha ha. Okay. So I'm in my awesome women's meeting and I'm sharing this little thing. Like, even if you're totally screwing up because we do all the time, I go, I, I said, I think that we should all try to say you're doing great. So one of these gals who I just love, she's sitting across from me and I can tell she's like, you have lost your mind. <laughs> you are a fruit loop. I am not yeah. doing this. So anyway, the next week we come back and she shares and she says, okay, I have to tell you guys something. And she's like, I just want you to know that when I heard this last week, I thought, whatever. And I think there was some profanity involved there, but I won't do that. And she's like, so I just want to tell you that I was out playing tennis with my husband 
And this gal's an athlete and she's pretty competitive. And she's like, and he was beating me. And she's like, and I haven't played in a while. And I went out there with these expectations that I was going to be playing really well. And then he's beating me and I was getting really irritated. She's like, it was totally bugging me. She goes, so all of a sudden in the middle of it, she said to, she says, I said to myself, you're doing great. And she said that what happened is it made her laugh. Then she noticed how beautiful it was outside. Then she noticed how awesome it was that she was spending time with her husband, moving and having a good time. And she said she just had this huge shift. Okay, that was the perfect place for the harp. That actually fit that time. So I'm like, okay. So I'm a big believer for tool number two, which is saying affirmations, even if it's just to break up the energy and it's something that doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah, something that was shared with me uh, one time where I... I was at a party and somebody asked me, you know, that, do you play guitar? Because somebody else was playing guitar and, and I couldn't just say yes. I had to say, oh, I play guitar and I record music and I blah, 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 da, 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 and I listed my freaking resume. And the next day I was just beating myself up because oh. I'm just like, yeah, can't, I, can't I just be a guitar player? Do I have to list my, you know, am I, is my self-esteem that low? And so I called somebody and, and the person was, was awesome. They just said, you caught it? Within 12 hours, man, I mean, give yourself a break. You're doing great. Yeah. Said, you caught it in less than a day. Keep and practicing. I'll, I'll reframe that It'll for you better. and say, awesome. Yeah. You're so excited about all this cool stuff that you do that you had to list your resume. Good <laughs> it, for you. It, but it, it, it was, it's cool. It was an ego moment. That's what it felt like to me. Well, it could have felt like an ego moment, but it could also be ego slash, I'm just so excited about my happy life yeah. and I play guitar and I do podcasts yeah. and I do this and I do that and I make music and I have a band and I have another band and I, Yeah. that's not always ego. That can be like, I'm just so excited about my life. Yeah. I, reframe, reframe. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> I really try hard to just be a guitar player now. If somebody asks me at work, what do I do at work? I fix things. I, right. I leave the whole like, well, I know how to do plumbing and electrical work and blah, 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 da, 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 because you know what? It really, it's, humility is big for me. And, and in that case, right. you know, I try to just be simple with that. Right. It took a long time because I always wanted to be more than I was, right. and, you know, and, and it really was, it, it served no purpose other than to try to make myself seem more important than I am. And if that's where it's coming from, I yeah. agree 1000% because only, you know, the motivation on it. But yeah. the other side of that for me is, and this is another thing I heard in last night's meeting, um, is, you know, you're kind of one of those people that's happy and bubbly and talk. Like, I don't know. I just think it's okay to shine your light and be awesome. No, I'm with you on that. I mean, if it's ego driven and it, and it comes from a place of I need to make sure people like me and so I'm going to give them my resume, then that's probably not super healthy and doesn't feel very good. But yeah, I, know. I don't know. You keep asking yeah. me, like, what do you do? What do you do? And I'm like, okay, here's what I do. Well, I'm an eating yeah. psychology coach. I own a little gym. I'm an awesome strength trainer. Yeah. Um, you can do some coaching with me. I do some weekend retreats. I can train personal trainers. Like, I'm not coming from an ego place. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. This is no, fun. Different. And I do really love this. Yeah. It's the same, yeah. isn't it? It is. It is. No, it's... it's and you can tell energetically exactly. when someone's doing that to you. Context and motive Context is the and key. motive. You know, and yeah. that's why with the thing with also, you know, you're doing great. Don't beat yourself up. Um, I think is huge. It's I do too. Absolutely huge. Because, I do too. Because in my example, it was like, okay, 
try it again. Be, try it again next time. Yeah, better luck next time. Better luck next time. Yeah. Which I love that idea. Right. It's like don't beat yourself up. Just try to do a little bit better. Right. And and I think that is with trying to think positively and changing, shifting our perspective on yeah. going from a negative to a positive. Right. And and being positive about ourselves starts with little things like that. Right. You know. And and now I love just being a guitar player. Okay, I love that too. All right, so that was two tools. So we did the reframe and we did the say an affirmation. Yep. And um, I like it even better if it's just an affirmation that's so off the wall and ridiculous because then it makes you laugh and then everybody else is around you laughing. And I love the fact that somebody in the other room is going, you're doing great. I know. You know, it is so awesome when Rob does that. I mean, honestly. And sometimes I look at him and I go, okay. <laughs> I give him the scowl. All right, I'm going off of our. I'm going off. I'm going out of our little notes here for a second because really? I want to give you another tool. I know, shocking. All right, so you guys that are listening out there, don't. If you're driving, don't write this down right now, but put it. Okay, what is that? That was a kiss. Oh. <laughs> Here's another great tool for helping you reframe and change your thoughts, and it's from Byron Katie. This is a lady who had a major spiritual experience. She now has. Um, this um, system, it's called The Work. She's, she's got a website. You just have to Google Byron Katie. It's awesome, The Work. She has some really cool audio, and I just want to talk just briefly about it. But she has a book called um, Loving What Is. She has a few books, and she has some amazing audio. You guys, if this is something that's landing for you where you're like, wow, I want to just be able to have better tools about thinking and not having other people control how I'm feeling. This is an awesome thing. So it's called the work. And it's basically, if you have something that you're, you're going around and around in your brain and you can't let go of, you run it through these four questions. So, um, let's think of something that's going around that we could have that would be running and we'll go through the questions. So what's, let's do a different example than the guitar example. Got one, something that we would keep thinking about. That's something that, that would be bothering you. Like as far as, far like as, as far as you did something wrong or someone did something to you or anything. Well, let's say you stole something. Mm, no? More like someone's doing something to you. So who does something to you that bugs oh, you? Oh, so you're talking about like the petty tyrant. Yeah. Like that, that, okay. per, that supervisor at work that just can't help but make some snide little comment about whatever it is. And you're just like. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. So you're like this guy, he. Yeah. He doesn't appreciate me. Yeah. Okay. Let's say that that's what it is. Yeah. Right. Your boss doesn't appreciate you. Or the the the. It's even worse. Like when when it's someone that really just doesn't even deserve to be in their position, and they think they know something that you don't, and right. you can't get over the fact that you know what, I am way more qualified than this person. I should have their job. And you just can't let go of that. Does that apply? That'll work. Okay. <laughs> okay. So question Not that one. that has anything to do with my life. No, no, no. It's We're just, just using an example. example. Okay. So, um, so the first question is, is it true? Are, they, are you absolutely more qualified than them? Is that true? Probably not. Oh, okay. Maybe not. Because sometimes people would say yes. I mean, Yes. Okay, so let's say you say yes. All right, let's just say, all right, so. For the with, sake of argument. I'm going to give you, actually, let's just, let's do a good example here. Yeah, give me so, a good example. So, so, I am really good with people. Okay. I And and this is where I am going to shine a little light on myself. Okay. I have always been successful as a supervisor. I okay. do real well with my employees. I have never had a problem with it. Okay. I work with someone that isn't that good with it. 
Okay. All right. And so in that case, yes. And so if I were to sit there and say, I say, yeah, it's true. Okay. So let's say that you're- I would be better. And it's someone that's bo- that bothers you. Oh yeah. Because I get the brunt of it. Okay. Not a people person. Okay. So is it true? Yes. Okay. Can you absolutely know it's true? Yes. Absolutely. absolutely. No, it's true. I absolutely know it's true. You absolutely know. 100%. Okay. How do you react and what happens when you believe that it's true? React to... When you think about that thought, that you know it's true, how do you react? How do you feel? Well, yeah, the first thing is to feel a little aggravated by it and anxious by it just to it's frustrating right so you have this thought yeah i have a thought and, and that it, this this that this is not a good person to right. be in this position this is not right this you is have not this right thought and how it makes you feel aggravated yeah stressed uh, yeah anxious anxious yep yep and all really fun feeling thoughts yeah they're really fun okay yeah. <laughs> so that's number three so number four question is who would you be without this thought I'd be happier. Free? <laughs> well, free, lighter? That's it. that's it. That's it. Less stressed? That's it. And in this case, when I go there and I sit there and I say, you know what? Um, I would do this job better. We would not have these problems. I, and I sit there and I go, but you know what? I'm not the one that's in that position. Totally. It's not me. They're in that position. Totally. And it's their, it's their path to, to, to walk, not mine. Totally. And here's the bottom line. I have had two people at work, and one in particular, literally try to sabotage me. And I just kept letting it go and letting it go and letting it go. Right. And, and it, cause, because this is my experience. People like that blow themselves up. Right. They shoot themselves in the foot because I kept getting asked, well, why don't you tell the supervisor? Why don't you Why? The... the they're not going to change. They're always going to be this way. And I guarantee they're going to shoot themselves in the foot. And so I chose to be happy. Right. And not sit there. Because how am I going to look when I'm constantly going to the supervisor and complaining? Now I get, now I look like the big complainer. Right. And well, I and you kind of are. started this. Totally. Yeah. So guess what? I let it go and eventually they quit. So you kind of did the next part because the next part is who would you be without that thought? That's yeah. the fourth question. You'd be yeah. happier. Happier. Right. Lighter. And then you do what she says to do a turnaround. So you would find um, an example or two of how it could be opposite. So it could be, so how would you turn that around? So a turnaround would be, this supervisor is awesome for this job. And that's what I do. And that's what you do. I look at their And what happens when you do that? I feel better about that person. And I let go of the part that, you know what? Everyone has their negatives. Everyone has their, their, their things that they're not good at. Right. But that is not exclusive to them. And, and, and I have had opportunities where things got so bad that I was sitting with our general manager talking about this. You know what I talked about? I talked about this person's positives. Good for you. And the thing is, is that that's benefiting him. But the real person that's getting benefited by that is who? Me. Totally. Yep. Okay, so let's do one more example of that. I'll do one for me. So um, this will be good for me because I haven't written this down. So one of the things that one of the thoughts that I have that causes me upset and anxiety and fear and basically makes me not awesome, not feel awesome, is I think I'm not busy enough at the gym. Yeah. Okay. So question one: Is that true? I say 
absolutely. And then when you say question two, how can you know that's true? Well, if I really sit and think about it, how do I know that's absolutely true? How do I know I'm supposed to be busier? Who says? Where's that coming well, based, from? Yeah, based on what metric? Right? Yeah. Maybe this is how busy you're supposed to be. Uh, you know what? It is how busy I'm supposed to be because guess what? That's it's how, how busy, busy I, I am. am. <laughs> right? Okay, so that's question uh, one and classic. two. Right? Okay, so question three. How do you react? What happens when you believe that thought? I get stressed. I get fearful. I block abundance. I basically am putting out an energy of like... Yeah. That. How, how could you become busier when you're... When you're such, putting out yeah. that... In, yeah, that's attractive. Yeah, that's hot. Hot. <laughs> <laughs> and number four, who would you be without that thought? Well, I would be peaceful. I would be yeah. content. I would be happy. I would be present when I'm actually teaching to the small group yeah. that shows up. Yeah. I would be a better teacher. Yeah. I would be free of all of that. And you wouldn't be affecting other people's uh, energies. And most well. likely I wouldn't be deflecting my own abundance. Yeah. And, and you might be actually then have the uh, attitude and the time and the wherewithal to go do something that actually would change it. Well, that's the thing. Okay. Like so here's a podcast. So here's the turnaround. <laughs> You're getting ahead, but excellent. Excellent. Here's the turnaround. The turnaround is I am plenty busy at the gym. And for exactly yeah, that reason, how, can, busier. That, how yeah. can that be true? Well, that can be true because now I have more time to do a podcast. Now yeah. I have more time for coaching. Now yep. I have more time for blogging. Now I have more time for spending time with the four yeah. adorable wiener dogs that I yeah. own. Go learn something now new. Now I can go learn something like new. Yoga. Now I can spend more time with Rob. Now yep. I, I get a chance to not be a workaholic. And here, you're doing great. Yeah. And here I'm doing great. Um, so anyway, so that's Byron Katie. That wasn't, we didn't really do her as much justice as she deserves, but you guys, if that, but that's the process, but that's the process. And you know what? It's, if you listen to her audio, I have listened to some of her. It's awesome. I totally recommend picking up Byron Katie. So, you know, I, I know I'm, I've talked about work a lot, but one thing that happened recently is, is, as a result of dealing with and taking some action. You right. Know, it's like I let a lot of stuff go because I've learned that, you know, I can't change other people. All I can do is change my own attitude about things. Yeah. And, the, and, and what that does is it allows me to let that person be who they are and, and go on with my day and be productive. Well, what I found out is in the process of, you know, I, I did need to take some action. I took some action. And I found out that other people had been affected by it. So I went to, to oh, go talk to them. Interesting. Because I wasn't doing it right is 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 in order to avoid the the tough situation I would just go off on my own thing you know I'd be like you know what I'm just going to I'm putting nose to the grindstone well other people thought I was upset with them oh isn't that interesting because my attitude was was you know what I'm I'm just going to take care of mine you know, yeah. and, and other people, you know, and they're sensitive. Now, granted, that's theirs to work on. Right. You know, I can't help it. You know, if you're that hypersensitive, I can't change that. However, th I did have a part in it. Yeah. And so I went to them and I talked to them and I asked them and, 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 and I opened myself up to allowing somebody to share something with me. And they did. They shared that, you know, that this is da da da, -da sometimes I feel. And I go, oh, wow. You know, like he was actually honestly yeah. concerned for me. He's like, are you okay? Is there anything wrong in your life? And I'm like, just laughing. I'm like, I got two awesome dogs. I own my own house. I got an amazing job. Like, what do I have, you have to complain You have an amazing about? woman in yeah. your life? Yeah. You have, have an amazing you know, podcast co-star. <laughs> 
You I have got it going all on. these things. I have a list. Yeah, I yeah, got yeah. the things that to do, you know, the tools. I have family back at home that, you know, Sharon and I are going to jump in the car with the dogs and go visit. I have yeah, all yeah, of yeah. these, po- I have nothing to complain about, truly. So then why do I, why is this person think I've got something wrong in my life? Well, it's my attitude. Mm. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to work on this. Even if it's, even if that day comes where I'm, I'm feeling like that, now I can go up to that person and say, by the way, I'm just, I just got to get nose to the grindstone today. You know, it's, I'm not, I'm not going to ignore you. Hey, how are you doing today? Great. Cool. I got to get to work, you know, awesome. but I'm going to address it and not have that effect because the, the truth of the matter is, is this topic is, is so, so resonates with me and I want to be a part of, um, where we're using this at work a lot is this idea of, um, um, creating harmony. Yeah. Am I creating harmony and in my daily life? And why are you creating harmony? Yes, because you want Or am wanna, I creating disharmony? Right, exactly, because you want to feel good. Yeah, when and I... And we're going to stay on the thoughts topic. Yeah, so when, yes. I'm, when I'm thinking... So when I go... Somebody asks me for, for help. Yes. And I go help them. Yes. And I turn around, and what they needed help on was really something really simple. I can walk away and think, wow, that was awesome. I, somebody asked me for help. Or I can turn around and go, what an idiot. Right. I choose to go, how awesome. Somebody's asking me for help because that makes me feel better. That helps me with my overall well-being. And it also helps other people. Yes. Agreed. Excellent. I love it. Um, How much time do we have left? Do we have a lot or a little? We have five minutes. Okay. We got to get to loaded words. We we haven't even gotten to loaded words. I know. I know. We haven't gotten to loaded words. So we have a couple more... um, Things around languaging and our thoughts. And um, anyway, so one of the other things about loaded words, we have two things to talk about with the loaded words. There are sometimes words that can cause some energy for better or for worse with us. And we came up with a couple. Yep. One of them is God. God. <laughs> where's, where's, my, where's my noise? God. I also came up with surrender, humility, and success can be big words for me. Did you have any other loaded words that you thought of? Well, the word diet we talked about. Oh, yeah, diet. Okay, so here's, here's option one. If you have words that are coming up that are causing you... Is Jack snoring? He's having a bad dream. Oh, the little dog on the bed is having a bad dream. You guys can't hear that, though, because the microphone's not over there. Um, Okay, so you have this loaded word that comes up, and it causes you to have thoughts that don't make you feel good. Well, anxiety and, like, I don't want to deal with this. Right. And there's so many things that go along with it, yeah. Right. I mean, this is something that happens in our recovery program because, like, the word God can be a huge trigger for people because it can bring up... All kinds of crazy, old, old stuff, negative stuff or positive. Well, I mean, we're saying it's yeah. loaded for some people or whatever. So, but in order to do our program, you have to be able to rely on a powder greater than yourself. So you have to work on changing the energy around the word or tool number two, change the word, find a new word. Yep. So if you're having, um, like some of the affirmations, like I remember I, when, um, I back when I first started doing affirmations, I remember one of the things I used to always be affirming was I am successful and it never, ever 
like truly just landed for me because there was a part of me that just was like uncomfortable. I just hadn't worked through the energy around that word success. So I had to, for a while, change the word and that affirmation from I am successful to I am awesome in service because I knew that if I could, and I could totally have that land. Because what did successful mean to you? Well, successful was a loaded word to me and it meant hard, working hard, unbalanced, um, solo. It just, it just didn't have a great energy for me. I just couldn't wrap my head around that that was something I could achieve without a lot of hard work. I'm not saying that's true. That was just my perception of that word. So, so, the so su- I had so to the change the word. Success would be um, financially well off, you know, um, but, but you had negative associations with the word because of what it was going to take to get there. Yes. Okay. So you changed it. So I changed the word and now I don't even have that kind of, I don't have that kind of feeling. Like I could totally do the affirmation. I'm completely and totally successful. It means something different to me now. Yeah. And it would land. I did the same thing with God. Like when we got, when I first got sober and it's like turning my will and my life over to God, I was like, I don't think so. <laughs> well, yeah, like because that's never worked out for me. Yeah, exactly. The whole, the whole. I mean, twelve-step programs—that's what they rely on. Right. They rely on turning your will and your life over to the care of a higher power. So that's what I had to do. I had to get into how can I? I had to relanguage that word for me. I yeah. had to pick other words. So, so yeah, because some people will—they'll just choose. I'm never going to use the word God. That just doesn't work for me, no matter what. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to use the word higher power. Right. Or I use the word source energy or the universe or whatever. Yeah, whatever you but want to call it. point is, is that if you are having, you know, you are using affirmations and you are having some energy around a word and it's just not working for you, yeah. pick a different word. So for my part on this topic, yeah. and, and we talked about this earlier, is, is I really don't like the idea that words have power like this because I think a word is no more than an agreement that as as language, and this is just my own geeking out on language, is right. that we as we as human beings have agreed that a certain word means a certain thing. Right. But you know, I'm I'm shifting this to accept the fact that because it's my own experience. Like the word God meant subservience to a religion. Right. Flat out. And it was it was it had to do with giving up myself. It had to do with um, completely submitting. It had to do with letting go of my own power. It had to, my own, cre- all this stuff. This, these were the things that are brought in for the, to this word. Right. And then eventually I went back to that, this thought of, and it's very logical, but it helped me is this is just an agreement. Right. The word is, it doesn't matter what your concept of God is. It doesn't matter what mine is, you know, Yes, some people, they do think, you know, I'm talking about like-minded people. Right. So when I'm with like-minded people, I have no problem using the word God because we know what we're both talking about. Right. We're talking about a power greater than ourselves. Right. I can be talking to a Buddhist and they can use the word God, even though they have, you know, their God is internal. Right. I can be talking to a Catholic and I can use the word God and they're talking about, you know, Christ their Savior, blah, blah, blah. You know what? Christ isn't my savior. I got my own concept of God, but right. we can have a conversation because we have an agreement. I took the power away from that word. It is now just an agreement and it does not bring these other things in and allows me to 
you know, go further and, and, and help myself because it was an impediment. Right. You know, and I get the word, like with the word diet. Yes. That can be another big trigger word for people. Diet is just what I eat. Right. Right. It's, it's, this is, you know, if I'm studying some animal out in the woods, the animal's diet is consists of blah, 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 blah. Exactly. But as a society, the the word word diet diet has been very, 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 very often linked with calorie deprivation, yeah. eliminating certain food groups. And Basically suffering. So people definitely they have like the word. ideas or they love the word and they're like, I'm going on a diet. And, and that means to them that I'm going to starve myself and get skinny and be awesome. And that's where I changed my thoughts on this whole thing is because right. I realized that, that I can still say my diet is... When I say I'm going on a diet, right. that's where I've just loaded that word up. Right. So, this- But even that languaging, I'm going on a diet, could mean I'm going on a diet of Twinkies and energy drinks. Well, that's the thing is that I can just say that I'm now going on a diet of less sugar. Right. I don't have to say that I'm depriving myself, but I agree that, that using the term, you know, the, the food plan... Or I've I've changed. I see how that can be helpful now. Right. And why not? Why not change it? Why right. not just say, hey, you know, I can say my diet this week is, and like we talked about with wa- you know, with drinks and stuff like that. I I brought the I the concept of like, all right, I don't want to drink any fruit juice. I have water at home. Yeah. My diet consists of water this week. Awesome. Not fruit juice. It's right. not. It's not. I'm on a diet and I can't drink. You know. F- fruit juice anymore because of how much sugar's in it. No, my diet's water. Right. That's all I need. Or you can say, or like for me, I just choose not to even use the word because I don't really like it. And I just say, I have an awesome eating plan plan. that includes eating, you know, drinking lots of water. Yeah. So anyway, that's our little tip on loaded words. If you have something that's coming up for you, that's you're trying to do the affirmation or it's causing you discomfort, because we're all about feeling awesome. Okay, so here's our challenge for the week. Oh, Remember good, we, we Yes, challenge. don't you think? Yes. Okay, so here's our challenge to all of you listeners out there. When I'm glad you, you remembered when, this. I know, I almost forgot, yeah. and I don't want to run out of time. Um, okay, so when you start finding yourself in a negative pattern oh, or being the- upset. <laughs> oh, here comes the music. See, we're so on it. When you, find your, when you find yourself upset or if you're having a rough time, the challenge of the week is to use one of the tools. Either yeah, reframe it, it or say, you're doing great. You know what it makes me think of? I said, we were talking about this in the pool the other day. Remember Tony the Tiger? Yes. You're there. <laughs> great. So you use the same, do the same thing. In fact, even more energy, you can do like your little hand going up. So you say, you're doing great. I'm going to hold my hand up and go, soul train. (laughs) And then spin around. Okay, but whatever you do, uh, change your thoughts. See if it helps. See if it works. See what happens. And then let us know. We want to know. We want to know everything. We want to know everything. Success, because we want to hear about people with success. Yes. And not success. If you're like, whatever, dude, you guys are crazy. Well, no, yeah. Let us know that you think this is completely insane and stupid. And guess what? We're going to tell you, hey, you're doing great. You're doing great. And then we're going to run your comment through the four questions. We'll Ooh, say, is this better. true? Is, this- is it really true? How can yeah. I know it's true? How does it make me feel? <laughs> okay. So how do they find I- you? Who would I be? Oh, Angela's gym. Oh, going to Angela's. 
And Angela's Jim on Facebook. And Angela's Jim on Twitter. Twitter. And, and I'm Ida Heno on Twitter. Yeah. I-D-A-H-E-N-N-O. And um, Heno on... Actually, I found out that my Facebook is facebook.com forward slash Slimo. Oh, it's oh, Slimo. It's an yeah. old nickname. Yeah, I'm okay. Like, I think I need to change that now, so... And we've got more. If you want to, yes. you know, brush up on this, we've got uh, several blogs. How to tune into your thoughts. Talking about being awesome. And... Um, You're doing great. Great. And thank you for joining us today. 